to the Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week podcast. I'm Wilma Norton from the Community Foundation of Tampa Bay. I'm Devin Dominguez, Chair of Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week. And I'm Holly Moon, Co-Chair of Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week. podcast features personal casual conversations with and about people who are making a difference in our communities. Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week is a reimagination of National Philanthropy Day produced by the Association of Fundraising Professionals, Tampa Bay, and created in partnership with our friends and presenting sponsor, Community Foundation of Tampa Bay. Okay, so what is Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week? So Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week is a week-long digital celebration of National Philanthropy Day, which has been held for 31 years in Tampa Bay as traditionally an awards ceremony to honor the most generous philanthropists and volunteers in our community. Things are a little bit different this year, as we all know. And so we've shaken everything up and said, uh, how can we address 2020 and all its craziness and do it responsibly and safely? And so... Holly and I put our heads together and came up with this idea to celebrate all stories of innovation and resiliency and generosity and inclusion and diversity in this very strange world that we live in right now. And how are, how are these stories being told? So we have a website, philanthropytampabay.org, and anyone can submit their story in a written format on to the website and then we are taking a multimedia approach so this podcast is one of the ways that we're telling stories we have social media posts and then wedu will be producing videos five videos of stories of philanthropy and generosity throughout this year that will be broadcast the week of tampa bay philanthropy week which is november 13th excuse me november 9th through 13th And we also have on the website um, another way to tell stories, which is our Heart of the Community Gallery, um, which has a photograph and a short-form storytelling uh, piece that's 250 words or less, and you just want to get those feel-good snippets. Well, at the Community Foundation, our mission always, 365 days a year, is to grow philanthropy and celebrate philanthropy. Um, Why this one-time during the year does this happen and what do we want people to take away from philanthropy day or philanthropy week so national philanthropy day started with president reagan who um, declared national philanthropy day as a day to celebrate philanthropy the love of humankind and the association of fundraising professionals every chapter across the globe celebrates national philanthropy day And as I mentioned before, traditionally it's been an awards ceremony. And in this year, we felt like uh, we couldn't do business as usual. It wouldn't be fair to find the one philanthropist of the year 
in a year where the whole community had to come together to band together to get through a global pandemic, to get through uh, racial unjust work. Um, and I think that by changing things up and focusing National Philanthropy Day towards how all of us came together as a community and how nonprofits became essential during this time was really the direction that we wanted to go in, don't you think, Holly? Yeah, I, I think that there are um, so many wonderful things happening in Tampa Bay that have to do with uh, inclusivity and, and making sure that everybody uh, is treated equitably and fairly and um, that we are spreading the love of humankind throughout Tampa Bay. Um, this year in particular, since we've all been uh, kind of stuck at home and, and checking out our social media, you know, there's a lot of terrible stuff in the news, but at the same time, there are all these really wonderful people coming together to make Tampa Bay a better place to uh, live, work, and play. And so um, I, I, when Devin and I first started this initiative, um, we were like, we have to find a way to tell all of these stories and, and not just the stories of people who give tons and tons of money to organizations that make an impact, although we love those people and we definitely want to celebrate them, um, but that we are also uh, celebrating the organizations, the fundraisers, and the philanthropists, whether they're giving money or time or, or what have you, um, that we are celebrating the impacts that they're having as boots on the ground people. And I think that one of the things that I felt really strongly about before the pandemic started, and we were looking at every year the National Philanthropy Day Chair looks at the event and says, well, do we need to change anything? What's working? What's not working? And I think one of the things that I felt really strongly about was that there's this really beautiful partnership that happens between an innovative nonprofit an ethical fundraiser and the philanthropist that gives generously to an innovative idea with the partnership of an ethical fundraiser. And I felt like telling that story of how those three entities work hand in hand is really important and something that the Association of Fundraising Professionals truly represents. And we can tell that story uh, in lots of different ways. And so when the pandemic kept us all at home, it was a great way to take that message to a digital audience and really signal boost it to a larger audience than just the 400 people in the room at National Philanthropy Day Breakfast. Yeah. Well, and I, one of the things that you and I, Devin, have talked about over the last couple of years, too, is that so many philanthropists, most philanthropists, especially the people that I feel like we work with at the Community Foundation, they don't engage in philanthropy to win an award. This is not that kind of endeavor. People do this because they love their community, they love other people, and if we can celebrate that and celebrate the partnerships, that's really what this is about. Absolutely. It's funny you should mention that because this year in particular, we've had many generous philanthropists at WEDU, which is my day job, full disclosure, WEDU. And um, they made really tremendous gifts. They doubled, they tripled their gifts this year. And I had to beg them to let me publicly acknowledge them because I felt like, one, I wanted to applaud them. But two, if other people saw that they were the person taking the lead, that it would help um, 
generate more interest in supporting our organization and supporting other organizations. And so um, they still decided to stay anonymous and I completely respect that. But I think to your point about why people give, it, they give for really personal reasons and regardless of the amount, they're all important. Well, the other thing that we have seen in this year at the Community Foundation is our donors have said, these are the times we've been preparing for. You know, we've been setting aside our philanthropy savings for just this kind of time in our lives. And so, like your donors at WEDU and I'm sure yours at the Lions Eye Institute, people have raised their hands to say, okay, what can I do now? This is really when my philanthropy is needed. And in many cases have done it to try to inspire other people. And I think that's what this is all about. Absolutely. And let me say this on behalf of all nonprofit organizations in Tampa Bay, thank you to the Community Foundation for leading that effort. I mean, what you did right off the beginning in March, you activated philanthropists, you activated nonprofits, and created a central hub for all of us to say, whoa, <laughs> hold the phones. We had no idea that we would ever need this ever in our lives. And so it, you created this platform for people to say, hi, wave my hand. I'm here. I need this. This crazy thing has happened. And we had no idea that this would be a need and this is how much it costs. And because of how you took the lead to create that platform what did you have like triple the distributions of funds go out just in the first what three months alone well as we're recording this we've reached three and a half million dollars just from our donors wow to go to those to those needs not counting others and and you know i didn't i didn't ask that question or say <laughs> that we didn't plan this uh as a uh as a plug for the Community Foundation, but that's why Philanthropy Week is so important to us and why we sponsor this every year is because that is our whole reason to exist, is to inspire philanthropy so that this, our community, can be stronger and more vibrant and more resilient and a better place to live, work, and play yeah. for all of us. One of the things that, um I noticed in, in that the community foundation did really well is making um, making it easier for uh, fundraisers and organizations to to request money in this time. Um, you know, several organizations, funding organizations, have really taken leadership, including the community foundation of Tampa Bay, um, to to be able to provide um, dollars to support programs that are required to keep these organizations running and rather than having these you know the the normal the grant cycle that is um you know can be long and take a lot of time um you all have really come and met the moment and and made it simpler so that here is our need um we're putting it out there this is this is exactly how much and it's very simple um for the uh the the funders to come in and say i like this i want to be a part of it let's do it I know it's sort of democratized the process, so to speak. Like, and I think that's one of the things that I really wanted to do for Philanthropy Week was to not make it a competition. It's not about awards. We're all in this together. If we've learned anything this year, it's that we all work better when we work together and power through as a team. 
And so by taking out the competition of the awards and by taking out the competitive grant process when there's this great need, I think was the right direction to go in and has served many millions of people in our community. And I think it's something that for Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week versus um, our traditional uh, National Philanthropy Day Awards, it's a culture shift for the people who have followed our event um, for for many years now. Um, but I think I think it's the right direction because philanthropy is is about love of humankind, and um, we want to make sure that all of that love is celebrated and that you know people who who don't have money or organizations that don't have the power um, are able to come through and uh, and bring about great change and be able to show off the the wonderful things that they're doing, um, which is why I think uh, Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week is is so special already. I mean, you can go online right now and see uh, what Devin like thirty stories. 30 stories that have come in about the wonderful things that are happening in our community. Yeah, and people will be able to submit their stories year-round now yeah. that everything has launched. So. No deadline. That's the other wonderful thing about it. You can submit anytime you want. Well, I think it's also kind of a symbol of a shift we may see going forward in philanthropy. And you know, we're looking at how does what we learned during the first days of the COVID, the first days, weeks, months of the COVID crisis impact how we look at our philanthropy and our relationships and our partnerships going forward. And Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week is leading the way on that, that this is a year-round celebration. We need to tell, celebrate and tell those stories year-round and continue to inspire other people to have stories. Yeah, I think um, much how the Community Foundation is rethinking philanthropy. I think not just nonprofits, but I think philanthropists themselves are thinking what's the most impactful way that they can move forward. And I think by hearing the stories through Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week, I really hope that that helps change the conversation to meet the needs of the time. You know, this year it's a pandemic. This year it's um, racial justice, but what's going to happen next year? How do we stay nimble in that partnership of the fundraiser, the philanthropist, and the, the nonprofit? Thank you for joining us for this initial podcast. Please stay tuned for more inspiring stories about philanthropy throughout our Tampa Bay area and visit philanthropytampabay.org to find and share your stories. And many thanks to our presenting sponsor, the Community Foundation of Tampa Bay, and to Wilma Norton for being the host of our Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week podcast. I feel like I should mention to the listeners that we are recording from their beautiful new office in downtown St. Pete, and there's a Pilates studio next door, so if you hear any music, it's our friends working out in the studio next door. information on Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week and to catch up on all things AFP Tampa Bay, you can follow us on Facebook at AFP Tampa Bay, on LinkedIn at AFP Tampa Bay, and on Twitter at AFP Suncoast. 
It's funny that it's still Suncoast on Twitter. 